You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's good to see my friends from Bristol, Pastor Ocean and Pastor Fatima. On this godly hour, this is the most godly hour. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're welcome. Amen. This morning, I just want to um, share with us the Word of God, and then we'll do some praying. Um, as I was praying, the Spirit spoke to me, and I just want to share with you what the Spirit spoke to me. As I was praying, the Spirit said to me, it's time to plunder the enemy. <laughs> Did you hear that? Amen. It's time to plunder the enemy. Amen. Now is the time to plunder him. Okay? Let's, uh, and when the Lord spoke to me, my, my, my mind went to Luke chapter 11. So let's look at Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11, we see here that Jesus had casted out a demon. He had casted out a demon and the people were saying that he was casting out demons by the prince of demons, that's Beelzebub. And Jesus <laughs> reveals some things to us here, which I want us to look at. In verse 14, uh, 17, But he, knowing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and a house divided against a house falls. This is simple logic, right? Yeah. It says, if Satan is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? Because you say, I cast out demons by Beelzebub. In other words, Jesus was saying, look, look guys, I can, if, if I'm doing this by Beelzebub, that means Satan is fighting against himself. I know there are people, there are places where there are some gymnastics in the name of deliverance. That's not what we're talking about. Okay? Yeah. So, sometimes it's just performance. Sometimes it's just, uh, yeah, deception. But that's not what we're talking about this morning. It says, um, if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they will be your judges. But look at verse 20. He says, but if I cast out demons with the finger of God, surely the kingdom of God has come to you. Can you see that? So Jesus is making it clear here that he was casting out that demon by the finger of God. 
And in other words, the kingdom has arrived. When the kingdom comes, things begin to happen. Okay? Things begin to happen when the kingdom of God comes. It says in verse 21, When a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace, his goods are in peace. Is that not correct? Yes. His goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he comes upon him and overcomes him, he takes from him all his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoils. We'll stop there. So, we know that the enemy is highly organized. That's why it seems as if he's omnipresent. He seems to be in your village. He seems to be in Japan. He's in uh, North Korea. Some people think his headquarters is in North Korea. <laughs> he's in the Middle East and all of that. It's not because he's omnipresent. It's just because he's organized. He's organized. He's got a good system. I, I've told you before that Satan learns from the best. Well, who is the best? God. Yeah, so he looks at the kingdom of God. He looks at the setup. He looks at how God organizes his kingdom. Then he goes to replicate that. He goes to replicate that. So that's where he gets his wisdom from. As a matter of fact, you need to, you need to give him credit. He has wisdom. You know why? He is called the serpent. And one of the things about the serpent, a lot of times when we read and we, we read a scripture, we see serpent, it's not just referring to sin. Jesus says, be wise as what? As serpents. Yeah. So serpents are wise. That's what, that's what uh, Jesus is revealing to us. And that's why you see that Satan possessed the serpent to deceive Eve. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 3 verse 1 that the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field. Okay, so he studied all the animals and he saw the one that was the wisest and the most subtle, the one that is most convincing. And he saw it was the serpent. And guess what? Satan was able, he was able to get the crown from Adam without a fight. That's why in the book of Ecclesiastes it says wisdom is better. Is it Ecclesiastes or Proverbs? Wisdom is better than weapons of war. So I tell you, we need to be wise. We need to be wise. Oh. In this, in this war, it's a war of wisdom as well. So he comes and he's able to craftily engage Eve. Had God said, come on, yeah, no fight because he was no match. If Adam just spoke one word, 
That would have been the end. So he knew. This guy, this is the king in this place. This is the God of the world. So I must be careful. Are you following me? Yeah, I must be careful. So how does he come in? He comes in through deception. But he uses his wisdom as well. He, the, the, the serpent is, is naturally wise. But if you read Ezekiel 28, we are told that he was also wise. <laughs> that Satan was also wise, Lucifer. So he, he anointed the wisdom of the serpent. And then he used that to deceive Eve. It wasn't a conflict. <laughs> so a lot of times people are deceived not because the devil is strong. It's not because he's strong. I'm telling you, Satan is afraid of you. He's not strong. But he uses his wisdom. That's, that is his most trusted weapon now. Because his most trusted weapon used to be death. Jesus has taken that away from him. So now all he's left with is deception. And he's a master at it. But we want to deal with him. Okay. So Jesus says, when a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace. Now he says strong man. Then he uses the word palace. What does that tell you? Who are those that live in palaces? It's kings. Yeah. So what it tells you is that the strong man he's talking about is a king. He's a king. In other words, he has a kingdom. Am I communicating? Yeah. He has a kingdom. He has guarded it and it's well secure. His security is in place. Everything is in place. Well organized. The structure is there. And you know, that's what Satan has successfully done in the world today. Many communities, many nations, many families. Are you getting me? Are uh, glorified prisons. Why? He has them all. Well guarded. Well guarded. Maximum security. And so he's at peace. He's relaxed. And we must not allow him to relax in Midran. Are you getting me? Yeah, we must not allow him. There are some things we're still struggling with. Why? Because we have not yet given him, dealt him a blow. And we're going to do that. Step by step, we will take him on. Hallelujah. Yeah, we will take him on. So, he's, he's a strong man. That is why he's able to stand like that and he's able to, 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 to influence people. He's able to move people. He's, 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 there are some people, they are committing crime, not because they want to commit crime. But they are, they are under the rule 
of spiritual wickedness in the heavenly places. Are you getting me? Yeah. So that is why you need to establish your authority. You need to take your place as an ambassador of the kingdom of God and bring about the government of heaven and begin to enforce the authority of God wherever you are. Wherever you are. As I was praying, I began to receive some, some blueprints. And I'm excited. <laughs> it's going to be exciting. It will be exciting for you to begin to see demons bow to you. And see them run away from you. And you enter into a place, they scream and they run. What have we to do with you? Have you come here again? Huh? You that is troubling the land, have you come here again? And you say, shut up, come out. Hmm? Yeah. But it starts from somewhere. I say it starts from somewhere. So, his goods are in peace until we come. <laughs> until we come. Then he says, but when a stronger than he comes upon him. Are you ready? Who is the stronger one? Well, Jesus is stronger and he has shown it. Because in Colossians chapter 2 verse 15, it tells us that having spoiled all principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle. He made an open show of them, triumphing over them in it. He spoiled them. He spoiled them. All the principalities, all the powers were spoiled. In Luke chapter 10, Jesus says, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. It was, he has been dethroned. Tell somebody, say he has been dethroned. He's no longer on the throne. He is an illegitimate king. Amen. It's an illegitimate king. And we must not legitimize his rule. You are the one supposed to be on that throne. That palace will dismantle it. Okay? Yeah. So, Jesus is the stronger than he. And he is where? In you? Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. Christ in what? In you, the hope of glory. So if Jesus overcame him, if Jesus, the stronger one, come on, is in you, you can't be weak. You are also a stronger person. You are stronger by the blood of Jesus. Come on. Yes. Yeah, there's what is known as identification, okay? So Jesus identified with you on the cross so that you can identify with him on the throne. Amen. Yeah, so you can identify with him. 
And so this morning, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing to you the message the Lord gave to me. It's time to plunder the enemy. Amen. It's time to plunder him. But before we plunder him, we must understand that the greater one dwells within us. Amen. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. We must understand we must not respect the devil. We must not be afraid of the devil. Amen. Yeah, because our big brother has sorted him out. Amen. You know, where I come from, there's a saying, they say when a small child, when you see a small child walk up to an adult and give that adult a slap, don't be fooled. That child is not alone. Okay? So, maybe he was sent to clap you and then to see your response. When you now move to touch that child, then you will see the real person. Come on. Yeah. So when Satan sees you, he shouldn't be fooled. Your big brother is right there. He's right there. If he tries any nonsense. Hey! <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And that used to happen in those days when I was in school. You see, you small guys, they would just go and look for trouble. Yeah. They go and look for trouble. Then when you want to when you want to attack them, then you see some big boys. They now come and deal with you. Meanwhile, this guy look for trouble. Yeah. So, you are stronger. Amen. I'm telling you, you are the stronger. Amen. You are the stronger. Amen. By the blood of Jesus. Amen. So, when a stronger than he comes upon him and overcomes him. So, I want you to know, notice there, there is a progression. Alright? A stronger one comes upon him. All right? You can't do it from a distance. You come, <laughs> he comes upon him, then he overcomes him. Let's read it in the Amplified. Look at it. says, when he's stronger than he attacks him. All right? And conquers him. So, it's time to go on the offensive. All right? And when it comes to offense, the offensive, that is where you need the kingdom. Amen. That's when you need the, king, the kingly anointing. Amen. Amen. All right? That's when the kingly anointing comes into play. Because in the Old Testament, you remember, there are, there are different people that God anointed. Who and who? Kings, yes. And priests. Huh? So, in the Old Testament, who are those that went to battle? Do priests go to battle? No, no, no. You see, so you cannot, you cannot just stay on your priestly. You cannot just stay in your priestly role all the time. Are you getting my point? 
when it's time to go on the offensive, that's when you take on your kingly mantle. That's when you take on your kingly anointing, and that's when you go to war. That's when you go to attack. That's when you go to attack. The reason why sometimes there is casualties when people, when Christians go and fight the enemy is because they go and fight him as priests. They go and fight him as priests. That's why, see, sometimes when I speak, when I declare some things, I say, I stand and I speak as a king. Amen. I speak as a king because when I enter into that kingly mode, the anointing is different. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So if we're going to plunder the enemy, we have to do it as kings. Amen. Because if you study your Bible, you find that it's kings that go to battle. Amen. And when they go to battle, guess what? They go to battle and they come back with spoils. Amen. Is that not so? Yes. Yeah. Do you know... That even today, some of the wars that are taking place are over spoils. Yeah. Yeah. So, there are some nations that instigate war to enrich themselves. Oh, you don't know? I'm telling you, this is real. It's war. Ah, they do. They don't. Don't believe the media. Not everything that is reported is the way it sounds. I'm telling you, there are people that sit down and say, "Look, things are going bad. We need. We need. We need. We need. We need. We need to boost our economy. There are things we need to do. What do we do? And they will sit down. They will strategize." And they will look for where there's potential, where there's potential to, 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 make, to make money. And then, boom, you will hear something, something. They just, they have ways. And before you know it, there's war. They are the ones that will come and bomb the place. And they are the ones that will give themselves a contract to reconstruct. Yeah. Don't trust the world. Not everything is the way it appears. Okay? There are some strong men in the realm of darkness that are behind all these things. They know the more people die, the more people go to hell. Do you understand? They know that... that Everything is, is planned, is organized from the Spirit. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we need to begin to take our place. Because if we don't take our place and we, be, we don't begin to play our role, don't think that there is peace in this land. Yeah. Don't be fooled. Because we don't know. Are you getting me? We don't know. If anybody told me that Nigeria would be the way it is with bombings, Boko Haram and all of that, I, I wouldn't have believed. What I was going on, I mean, this, it, 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 it's, it's not possible. 
And when the U.S. said that Nigeria was a terrorist nation, our government rose up and was, was protesting and said, no, how can you say that? I said to my friends, I said, look, if they said that, it's because they already know. They know what even the government does not know. Yeah. Because they know, they know how these things work. And then, within about two years or so, boom, the bomb started going off. But do you know that in the midst of this, people are getting so wealthy? Yeah. I was talking to a military general last year. I said, what? This is the, the UN. I said, no, I was talking. I said, why? All these wars in Africa, all these things happening. He said to me, listen, if there's no war, there will be no UN. Did you hear me? Yeah. This is a military general who works with the UN. They say if there is no war, there will be no UN. Huh? <laughs> you won't hear that in the media. He says, do you know the number of employees that the UN have? All across the world. Something has to keep happening. Huh? I think I've drifted now. I'm going to politics. <laughs> I'm telling you, we need to spoil the enemy. Okay? All right, yeah, we're reading the Amplified. Hey, he says, okay, and conquers him. He robs him of his whole armor on which he had relied. The armor the enemy has relied on is what we're going to take from him. Amen. Jesus went to him and said, give me the keys of death and hell and took it away from him. That was a trusted armor. Because that time, he, every time he would say, I'll kill you, and then people would be afraid. Now he says, I'll kill you. I say, like, kill, try it, let me see yeah, years ago, having, I was having a crusade, and I said, if you are a witch, kill me tonight. Otherwise, tomorrow, you come and surrender. Yeah, I give you license. If you are powerful, if you are strong, tonight, kill me. Because tomorrow, power pass power. And truly, by the next day, People came and they brought their charms. Surrendered to the Lord. Are you following me? Amen. Surrender to the Lord. Right there in Tembisa. Surrender to the Lord. Gave their lives to Christ. And there a boy that was born deaf got healed. Just like that. You see, when you plunder the enemy, there are things that begin to happen with ease. If we don't overpower him, yeah. if we don't subdue him, are you getting me? If we don't confront him, if we don't bind him, 
we cannot just take goods. His, his, his palace is well guarded. His prisoners are well protected. And that's why sometimes our evangelism is not producing the kind of fruit it should produce. Yeah. You want to just go, go and take prisoners like that. It doesn't work like that. I mean, look at your Bible. See how God operates. How, how did he get the Israelites out of Egypt? He took on <laughs> the strong man of Egypt. All those ten plagues were to confront the ten major gods in Egypt. He plundered them. Every plague was dealing with one God. By the time he finished all of that, by the time he finished the last one, oh, Egypt said, please, go, 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 go. You can go now. Hurry, hurry, go quickly, quickly. Uh, can I have some gold? Take how, how much you want. Take as much as you want. Yeah. So that is how we're going to take this land. Are you getting me? Amen. That's how we're going to take this land. Why? Because if we don't do that, it is impossible for Pharaoh to let go. He will never let go. Oh, no. You can go. You, the men can go. Leave the women and the children. Huh? No, Pharaoh. We want to go. All of us. The whole family must be involved in this affair. Uh, you can go, but leave your cattle. No, no. What are we going to use to sacrifice? We are going with everything. Everything. But you know what made Pharaoh to let go? Was the hand of God. Amen. The hand of God. Amen. The hand of God was so strong. Amen. Oof. Amen. Broke the entire army of Egypt. Amen. Broke the entire economy of Egypt. Amen. And release God's people. Amen. That's how people are going to be released in this land. That's how we're going to release people. I'm telling you. Yeah. I told you there's no building big enough to contain us. Yes. <laughs> so, you, then after that, you now divide, divide and distribute all his goods... As plunder. Can you see that? So it's after we have dealt with a strong man. There are some families. Some of, some of us are from families that there's still a strong man that is guarding. I'm telling you. There's still a strong man guarding some families. And he's saying, no, no, no. I, I've been here for so long. Yeah. The strong man is there. And you're saying, leave me, leave me alone. I want to go. He will never leave you. Unless you, you take on the role of a king. You put on your kingly anointing. Come on. Amen. When you put on your kingly anointing, Amen. you say, in the name of Jesus, Amen. you begin to take charge. You begin to take charge. Be an exercise authority. Kings rule by decree. Amen. So you begin to decree things. You begin to decree things. Amen. 
I don't care what you think, what you believe. If you don't do that, you will never go free. Oh, well, Jesus has done it for us. We don't need to do anything. That is what you think. Jesus is standing and waiting. He said, I've done all I have to do. When are you going to do yours? When are you going to play your role? Some of, some, there, are some of, there are some people, you need, to, you need to plunder the enemy so that your children can be released to serve God. I'm telling you, or else the devil will have your children. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. He will have your children. Yeah. Yeah. In case you don't know, the devil hates children. Yeah. He hates children, just like he hates women. Yeah. That's he hates children. Why? Because out of the mouth of babes, yeah. he knows God has ordained strength. He hates children. That's why you find every time there are wars, who are the people that suffer the most? Women and children. They are targets. They are the targets. So you better wake up before you lose them. So we need to, we need, we need to fight. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yo, malama sokobodostaha. Your family needs to be released. Amen. But it will not come except you fight. Amen. The kingdom of God suffers violence. And the violent take it by force. You must take it by force. Your inheritance will not just land on your laps. You have to contend for it. You have to contend for it. You have to contend for it. And when it comes to, to possessing that which is yours, I'm telling you, the pattern is that you have to fight Amen. before you Amen. get it. Amen. The Israelites, they, God said, I'm giving you a land flowing with milk and honey. Yeah. They thought they would just go and <laughs> just walk in and see honey flowing. They didn't realize that God used that language just to inspire them. <laughs> By the time they got there, the giants they saw. People that have never fought in their life. The moment they got to the promised land, that's when their fight began. So somebody says to me, Oh, Pastor, oh, when, am I, when am I going to have ease? How can am I going to rest? Rest. You have not yet taken the land. First of all, you have to fight to get the land. Then you have to fight to defend your territory. That's the pattern. What's it that makes America so great? They are ready to fight. And they keep investing in their military. What is it that makes Israel so great? Just 8 million people. One of the strongest armies in the world. They are ready to fight. Amen. Everybody, everybody is a, is a soldier. Man, woman. Huh? Three years of defense training. Prepare for, for, for battle. Anytime. They're in the land. 
But they are ready to fight to defend it. But Christians, you see, religion is bad. Religion has deceived us and made us think that you just go sanctimoniously and the devil will just give it to you because you've arrived. You think he likes your face? Oh, you look so beautiful. Oh, you can just have it. Ha! <laughs> God have mercy. God have mercy. God have mercy. Hey, let's read one scripture, then we'll pray. I've alluded to a lot of scriptures, but um, Deuteronomy chapter, chapter 2, verse 24. Look at, look at what it says. Rise, take your journey, and cross over the river Anon. Look, I have given into your hand Sihon the Amorite, king of Heshbon, and his land. Come on. And his land. It's his now, because he has been occupying it for so long. But the earth belongs to me, so I've given it to you. Go. And begin to possess it. Alright? Begin to possess it. And do what? Engage him in what? In battle. Engage him in battle. If you are not ready to engage, just forget about your inheritance. Forget it. You can play church. The devil doesn't mind you coming to church. In case you don't know. Just be functioning as a priest all the time. It's okay. He's not threatened by priestly anointing. The moment you get into kingly mode, that's when you become a threat. That's when you become a threat. Then he says, look at verse, verse, 20, verse 20, uh, 25. It says, this day I will begin to put the dread and fear of you upon the nations under the whole heaven. Can you see that? Who shall hear the report of you and shall tremble and be in anguish because of you? It's one of the warfare strategies of God. He will put your fear upon the enemy. So right now, that's why I say to you, the enemy is already afraid. In fact, this thing we're talking about, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. I remember years ago when Pastor Sam began to expose the enemy and began to teach some things. Satan came to him. <laughs> came, to, came to him. And, and he, he, he just sat there on his rocking chair in the office. He had been fasting for 30 days. And the, the Lord said to him, don't say a word. And he saw him. He was raging and raging and raging. Then after that, I says, I says, let's go. So he didn't come alone, but he only saw God allow him just to see Satan himself. Apparently, Satan came with some forces, with some of his, his uh, maybe his generals, who knows. And then he now turns and says, let's go. And then he goes away. And the Lord told him, he's gone, but he's coming back. And he will come back through one of your associates. 
So be careful. <laughs> and truly, he did come back. But you see, the point is this. When certain truths are being revealed to you, Satan doesn't like it. Because it's now arming the people of God. It's arming the people of God. And he knows that the people of God being armed like this are going to cause a lot of damage. So are you ready? Are you ready to plunder him? Uh, Whatever strong man is in Midrand, we need to take him on. Are you getting me? We need to take them on. We need to take them on. Don't be afraid. You are a king. You are anointed for battle. Part of the anointing of the king is for battle. It's not just to play church. It's for what? Battle. You are anointed to fight. That's what it means. You are anointed to rule. But he has taken the place. So we need to dispossess him so that we can take take our place and begin to rule. We need to colonize this nation. (laughs) Colonize this land. Hallelujah. Come on, let's stand up on our feet. I want us to pray. I want us to pray. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.